And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Friday, August 28th, and psych out, no, it's not Labor Day weekend. I know you kind of thought that. It's not. So get over it. Sorry about that. (laughs) I I always get this wrong when the first Monday falls like that weekend. So Labor Day is not until September 7th. If you have a financial question we'd love to hear from you, send us an email. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's askjill at jillonmoney.com. Give us a shout. You can do it from the website. You can do it from email. Chelsea writes, I've been enjoying your podcast for a few years now. It's the first time I'm submitting a question. Yay. She wrote yay. I didn't write yay. I'm 36. My husband's 38. We've got two young kids. We are both still employed, but both organizations we work for recently eliminated matching retirement plan contributions. Since opening his retirement account several years ago, my husband has been maxing out his personal contributions each year and getting the fullest match possible. I started a new job earlier this year that offered a Roth 401k. At the time, the company had a modest match, so I decided to contribute just enough to get their match no more. Since our employers have now eliminated their retirement fund matching programs, we're trying to decide what, if any, changes we should make to our personal contributions. We're seriously considering entirely stopping my husband's contributions and instead increasing contributions to my Roth since they're post-tax. Should we go all out and max out my Roth 401k? Should we be more conservative and aim for a total of, say, five grand in contributions this year or something else? Lastly, I'll note that after realizing our investments overall are heavily invested in stocks, 95%, I thought I'd invest half of whatever we contribute into my 401k toward the Vanguard Total Bond Market Index to boost our bond allocation. Should trying to achieve a better stock bond allocation be something we should focus on too? Our gross income for 2020 uh, will be close to 220000 That's a lot of twos. In addition to our existing retirement accounts, currently worth around five hundred grand, we do have six months of emergency cash in a money market account. The only debt we have is our mortgage. We bought a house last August. We've got three hundred grand principal balance on a 30-year loan. Our monthly expenses, including mortgage payments, are around 7500 bucks a month. I recognize how fortunate we are to even be in a position to think about this right now. We would appreciate your thoughts and guidance. Many thanks, Chelsea. Okay, here's what you got to know. Number one, I'm not sure why you should change this up so much. 
it sounds like you've got great cash flow. So I would max out your 401, your Roth 401k. Absolutely. Max it out because you know you wouldn't be able to do this otherwise. So max that out. If you have more money to still contribute, then have him contribute to his retirement account as well. I mean, it's not a good reason just because they're not matching doesn't mean that you should stop contributing. Now, for your allocation, just make the allocation changes that you want to make. There's no tax event in doing it. So if you believe you want to be 70-30, change it right now. Say, change my allocation, apply that to the existing funds, and then when you go forward and put more money into this account, split it based on that allocation. So when you change your allocation, my guess is that we'll ask you, do you want this to apply to future and current? And the answer is yes. Okay. Joyce writes, hello, Jill. I admire your advice so much on CBS and I need a bit of advice myself. We have enough cash to set aside three college funds for three great grandchildren. Oh my God. They are 12 and a half, eight and 10. They all show good intellect and do well in school. The oldest is sort of gearing towards some sort of engineering. He's very good at math. What I have in mind is a non-risk savings account that will only be used for college purposes. I believe our local community college will be offering the first year free of tuition. He will hopefully go two years there, then go away to finish and get a degree somewhere for engineering, whatever he chooses at the time. He would then be about 20 years old. We are currently 82 and 79. We've got a half a million dollars, half in annuities, and half half in cash. We live in California. I'm just learning about 529 plans, but there's risk involved. I don't want to be managing a fund. I just want $30,000 to be there for each of them. But the requirement would be that it must be used for college or further education to get a decent job. No guarantee there. I realize that would be the desired goal. Can you shed some advice on how to set this up so our wishes can be achieved as to the use of these funds? Thanks so much. Keep up the good work. Joyce. Okay, Joyce, you got to go for the 529 plan. You just have to. You know, setting this up as a cash account, it's going to be a pain in the neck. And I think that using it for 529, the the beautiful part of it is that it is going to be used for the child's education. Okay? so. It seems to me that this is like kind of right in your desired use of funds, okay? Now, here's the cool thing. I looked this up. I went to one of my favorite websites, which is savingforcollege.com. I go to California, and here's the good news. TIAA-CREF is one of the available options for you. So if you wanted to actually use this plan, it is really easy. And the investment options are, I think, right up your alley. You can basically say, hey, I want there to be a really boring income fund. You can do that. It's passive fixed income investment fund. Most likely should be choosing the fund that is going to be targeted to the kid's year of college. But, you know, if you want it to be really conservative, there's a passive conservative investment portfolio. There's all different options here. So I would be using the California plan, TIAA-CREF, and make the kid the beneficiary, okay? 
Okay. Darcy writes, hello, Jill and Mark. I'm one of those lucky folks to have a first world problem here. I went through a divorce about five years ago. I've been playing catch up financially ever since. As of last month, I now have all of my debts except my mortgage paid off. Yeah. Way to go. She has also met her savings goals. She's trying to decide what to prioritize next. Here's my situation. I'm 50. I'm going to work until at least 62, but could easily work until 72 if needed. My sons are 20 and 19. They both have enough money in 529s to fully fund their college. Love the in-state community college deal. Hey, this is another one, Mark, just like the grandparents, right? The great-grandparents. Okay, Darcy's got a $500,000 term life insurance policy. I make 170 grand a year. My take home is about 8,000. Monthly expenses 4,000. Great. House worth about 425 grand with a $320,000 mortgage. 401k, 200,000, currently contributes 6%, get a 6% match from the company and an additional 3% contribution from the company that is above the match. IRA, 500,000, 50 grand emergency savings, 15 grand savings for a new car. Options for current disposable income of this extra four grand a month. Beef up Roth 401k contributions. Most of my current 401k is not a Roth. Pay off mortgage faster. Start converting 20 grand of my IRA to a Roth IRA. That will keep me in my current tax bracket. How would you prioritize these three? Thank you. You and Mark are wonderful. Please keep doing the daily shows. You make my walk in progress toward losing 50 pounds so much easier. Darcy from Minneapolis. Thank you. I think this is an easy one. Here's what you should do. Beef up your Roth 401k contributions and also start converting your 20 grand a year of your Roth. That's it. Don't pay off your mortgage faster. Just keep where you are and don't worry about a thing. We'll be delighted to hear about your progress, but this is so far amazing. Amazing. You've done a great job. So well done, Darcy. Next we have, next and last is Bev. Hi, Jill. I need some help understanding bonds. My husband and I are retired, ages 68 and 66. In the springtime, we had about $1.3 million in our portfolio, and we had too much in stocks, about 70%. Bonds were at 17%, cash 9%. Cash could cover us for two years if needed. Even with those stock market losses that we incurred, we were not anxious about the market. Okay. She says our anxiety level is low. Can we have more in stocks than is usually recommended? Should I try to buy more bonds? Here's the deal. I think that individual bonds are fine. Um, You said you have some Ginnie Mae funds, some municipal funds. But the reality is if you are comfortable with a 70-30 portfolio and you're not pulling money out of the portfolio, maybe you don't need to reduce it. I'm a wimp. So I, I just would say that you know, on a rebalancing basis, maybe as you come into the fourth quarter of this year, maybe what you should just do is shift some money out of stocks and buy bonds. Um, I would do this in your retirement accounts if possible so that you don't necessarily have to pay any uh, capital gains, but in your non-retirement accounts, um, maybe you leave it a little bit different or you let things roll off as possible. But, you know, Vanguard total bond fund is fine. A Vanguard intermediate term bond fund is fine. I, I think you're in good shape. And if you don't like the world of bonds, because you have a, a particular view on what they pay and how they work, well, then don't worry about it because 
you know, you could always use your CDs. I just think, you know, kind of rolling into a bond fund is pretty easy to do, especially in a retirement account. Okay. I hope that helps. It is Friday. That is fantastic. So what does that mean? We're going to have a special interview for you this weekend. You know, we've been doing that. It's a little bit of a break for for all of us. And um, you hopefully will get a break as well. It is important for us that you feel like you can reach out and get some answers. To do that, just send us an email. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. You can always go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Buy the book. Subscribe to the podcast. Send the podcast to somebody. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Boy, I'm very demanding today. Remember that our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer extraordinaire. We are distributed by Cadence 13. As always, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and do something nice for someone else today. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.